airing the Addisons. Let me say this, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And uh, today we're going to just have a conversation around prayer. And Mm -hmm. uh, again, this uh, ends up being one of those programs where we just kind of invite you to come and have a seat at the Addison's table where we honestly discuss prayer, um, some of our own questions and concerns about prayer, Mm -hmm. share a little bit of our our own background and, you know, learning each other. Um, And I say that because I remember, Will, when we first got married, I was Mm -hmm. quite concerned about the way you prayed. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah I, remember. I was i was afraid for you I thought i was too uh flippant I, maybe I, no 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 not flippant um okay. just too direct too I, direct. I just i just okay. thought i was like because you know and and we've talked about this so this will this will not be anything necessarily new for you but maybe new for our listeners but right. one of the things that we try to do because you know this whole the, our program revolves around living faithfully living authentic lives as christians mm-hmm. in 21st century america and beginning tomorrow through thursday we will uh, commence praying. Some of them we've already begun praying for, uh, mm-hmm. some of the prayer requests that we've gotten in. And so we thought, you know, the best way to get into that is to have an honest conversation around prayer and um, almost just like sort of a precursor to that, um, talking about how we pray and, you know, that prayer is doing. And in order to convince you of that, uh, we want to show you in the scriptures that the Bible says prayer is doing. Yeah, amen. amen. <laughs> the Bible, we believe that prayer is doing because the Bible says that prayer is doing. Okay, right. which, you know, if you're going to arrive at a conclusion, I better be a biblical one, certainly if you're a Christian. So, um, but before we do that, and I, I'll go back into my little anecdote about being concerned for your safety <laughs> early on uh-huh. in our marriage and some of the things that the Lord uh, taught me about being honest in prayer, being honest in prayer. Oh, man, that was a, that was a big thing for me. Yeah. Um, cause I thought it's just better to be safe than, you know, than just fully saying what I feel, mm. you know what I mean? Or, um, yeah, really yeah. expressing when, and when, in fact, the Lord knows already, he yeah. knows, he already knows, you know, That's right. but, um, I just had this, you know, anyway, we'll talk about that. But before yeah. we do, will the great, let our listeners know how they can continue to, um, email us and submit. Even some people are doing on Facebook, some of their prayer requests, and we will bring those to the Lord and hopefully, Um, At the end of this program today, um, many of our listeners across this country will join us in prayer because your faith will be so built up. You will be encouraged to be reminded that prayer is doing and it's not just because we make it so Mm. we're not straining to make prayer doing. The Bible tells us that prayer is doing and that it is quite effective. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, But first, Will the Great. Yes. For the next three days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we want to take time out uh, to pray. Uh, We're going to invite some of our friends on uh, in the second segment of each show to pray with us. And uh, in the third segment, we're going to take that time to pray for the prayer requests that have been sent to us. Um, And there's been a lot of prayer requests. So like like Miki said, we uh, begin to pray already. But so if we don't get to every prayer request, 
uh, know that we will pray for every prayer. Yes. You know, if it does, if you don't hear it on on, uh, on the air. Uh, also want to say, if you want to send your prayer request in, you can send it to prayer at AFR.net, prayer at AFR.net. And in the topic line, just put airing the Addisons and we'll receive that. I've been receiving. If you're wondering if we've been receiving uh, them, we have been receiving those prayer requests. So thank you so much. And we just want to take time uh, to pray. You know, my pastor back home is always say, you know, uh, prayer isn't just talking about prayer. Prayer mm-hmm. isn't, you know, just uh, thinking about prayer, but prayer is praying, actually yeah. praying. And sometimes, you know, even in our prayer meetings, we get so far into like requests and just talking about prayer that we spend the whole time just doing that, you know, mm-hmm. just talking about prayer. But mm-hmm. we want to actually pray. Uh, and I'm hoping that not only for you guys, but just for everyone, for me, for for all of us, that this would spark even a new level of prayer. A prayerfulness into our yes. lives, you know, as Christians, because, you know, the Bible is definitely true. Men ought always pray and not faint. This is Amen. something that we should be uh, doing, praying without ceasing, you know, and mm-hmm. there's so much to pray for, so much p- to pray for, you know, uh, that that we should be constantly, you know, giving over to prayer in some form. We may not be always on our knees. We may not be always in a closet somewhere, but we should have a heart of prayerfulness, you know, as we go about Uh, these days because there's a lot happening and there's a lot we should be you know uh uh, going to the father in prayer with so prayer at afr.net you can send them there and we'll get them and uh, we just want to take this time to pray so my nickname for you when we were in school um, at the university of louisiana lafayette i was in school you were in missions training and ministry training right um what was it the bishop (laughs) I mean, that's the only one that I, I maybe said publicly. I don't know. Um, but yeah. We, <laughs> um, so I called you the bishop. And um, and the reason for that now, here's the thing, you know, and praise God that, you know, he doesn't just leave us. <laughs> he doesn't just leave us where we are. We mature in the Lord and yes. we grow in the Lord. And I never would have really thought of myself as immature. You know, mm-hmm. um, I thought, yeah, I take the things of God really seriously. Mm-hmm. But I look back on um my my years in school and and I look back on just and I hope that you know we all have a testimony where we can see the Lord just growing us uh in our understanding of who he is and what he does and how he's called us to even operate as believers and um when I look back on my thoughts about prayer as it relates to you mm-hmm. I always thought that um yeah we do need to have a little bit of prayer and a lot of doing there's mm-hmm. a lot of doing mm-hmm. that needs to be done yeah and yeah. a little bit of prayer. Yeah, we need a little <laughs> bit of prayer, right? Yeah. And But you were a lot of prayer, mm-hmm. and the Lord will tell us what to do. Yeah. A lot of prayer, and the Lord will tell us what to do. Yeah. And so you were constantly going on and calling for these prayer walks uh, across campus, and <laughs> you would often call for early morning prayer, yeah. um, which became unavoidable because we all lived in this ministry center. And I remember one morning you called for prayer for whosoever would come. It was like 6 a.m. I'm not a morning person. And I couldn't pretend not to know because it was right outside the window. You guys were all gathered. You... I just remember there being a lot of Nigerians. I don't know. Because <laughs> um, they were like, someone called for prayer. We are here. We are yeah, here to yeah. pray. They were, they were. And, uh, and so I just remember there being a lot of Nigerians yeah, and, and a that. lot of prayer. Yeah. And um, and I remember being like, oh, 
I have no excuse. <laughs> like, I have to go down. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying this because I just want to be honest. I think we have to start and have a real conversation that prayer is often diminished in our mind because it doesn't feel like doing. Yeah. It feels like doing, but it doesn't feel like doing. It doesn't right. feel like accomplishing. You know right. what I mean? Right. And um, so when you and I got married, of course, you know, I, I used to joke and clown a lot calling you the bishop because you're always calling for prayer and things like that. But um, I was never privy. Like we, we prayed for um, people to be saved. We prayed for to see our campus change. We prayed for international students who came in droves right to our doorstep. I mean, you know, you think about um, being a missionary on your campus. That was something we took very seriously. So That's we right. prayed fervently for that. Um, we prayed for the Lord to raise up godly men on our campus who mm-hmm. would take their dorms. I mean, all of these things we prayed. Um, when you and I got married, though, I saw a different side of prayer because now we're praying more of these intimate prayers, right? Where you're Mm -hmm. really kind of just revealing your heart and it's not only about people outside, but it's also you and it's, and it's the things that you need, right? We also pray for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I remember just being like, um, having that moment where you and I are praying together and I, you know, you just like crack open one eye and it's like, (laughs) (laughs) Lord, don't take my husband, Lord, like, Lord, This is all still so new, you know, but I just remember feeling like, whoa, he is praying like these really raw prayers. Um, Early on in our marriage, we suffered a miscarriage and that was just that was devastating. That's very it's hurtful, you Mm know, and um, and so but now for me, Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, the Lord is sovereign. Mm -hmm. But I say that so that I don't have to deal with my pain. Mm. You know what I mean? I say that. So and I know the Lord is sovereign. Yeah. But I say the Lord is sovereign so that I can just suppress my hurt and yeah. my anguish. You understand? Yeah. I don't I don't want to find myself, which if you look at David, I mean David right. is sort He's of like the example. example. <laughs> yeah, and the thing and the thing is, I, I just have to say, you know, yes, and I think we need to pray our hearts. God already know our hearts, yeah. you know. But there should be a reverence there. There should no, be No, and there was. Yeah, there was. Yeah. I just was yeah. Go ahead. And, I'm you sorry. know, and I'm just saying, you know, there should be a reverence there. We are not commanding God or, you know, uh you did this. You no, know, not like no, that. that's right. You know, but I think we can um uh, you know, pour out our hearts even in anguish, you know, even in not understanding fully what's going on, but knowing that God is sovereign uh in, in all that he does. But there are yeah. time that those times, you know, are painful. You know, and we should be able to communicate that as well, but always on the, you know, a heart of reverence and like yeah. knowing who who God is. Yeah. I remember saying to you, um, just I remember I don't remember exactly where we were coming from or going. I don't know. But I just remember us being in the car. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying to you, um, I'm afraid to pray the way you pray and understanding that we have real anguish. We have real mm-hmm. pain. We have real needs. But I, I remember having this feeling of um, I don't want God to be mad at me if I don't understand what he's doing, mm-hmm. you know, and wrong in prayer. And and which I, I'm glad you said that because I don't want to give the impression mm-hmm. that you were flippant. I wouldn't describe it as flippant. In fact, um, the more acquainted I grew with you and seeing and comparing to how David prayed, mm-hmm. it was honest prayers. I mm-hmm. would say that my prayers were a little bit anemic because they were just, you know, they were safe prayers. They were mm. just, you know, um, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to ask the Lord for anything. You know what I mean? Like I, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I want to ask the Lord for something, but 
It's like, oh, but, you know, but, you know, of course, of course, you know, you don't have to do that. You know what I mean? It's just it's because yeah. so much of our perception is is shaped as we grow yeah. up and, and we start to form these opinions about God that if we're not careful, some of them are not rooted in how he's revealed himself in Scripture. True. Right. True. It's the attitude yeah. of our heart that the Lord is constantly judging. I mean, you look at. um um, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm forgetting John the Baptist's dad's name. Zach- I'm drawing a blank. Uh, uh, Zacharias. Zacharias. Mm-hmm. Zacharias. And same thing with uh, Mary. Mm-hmm. They have a very similar question, but the attitude of their heart is completely different. So mm. the outcomes are completely different. Right, right. Both of them have a question about how what God is saying is going to happen. But Zacharias, and maybe it's his position, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, you should know better. Um, But maybe more than that, it's something that we can't see. And it's the attitude of the heart. You know, Mm -hmm. how is this going to be? And I think it's Gabriel that he's talking to. And Gabriel's like, look, I stand in the presence of God. Okay, you're not going to be able to talk for a minute. (laughs) You know, but then the same thing, you've got Mary's got this encounter. And Mary's like, how is this going to be? I've not known a man. Mm -hmm. And then she gets the answer. Right. <laughs> the right. Holy Spirit's going to overshadow you. Right. And what is conceived of you will be born of the Holy Spirit. I mean, so I think it's the attitude of the heart. It's not that the Lord um, does not want us to bring our questions and our concerns and, right. and things like that to him. That's right. But it is the attitude of the heart where we we constantly in our minds position the Lord where he is worthy to be positioned. That's right. You know? That's right. Our, um, hearts, so our hearts matter. Like the way that we come to God as far as our heart condition really, really uh, does matter. You know, um, God knows our heart anyway. That's right. You know, um, but to go to him, you know, we, we really, our hearts should be positioned in such a way as we're understanding who we are talking to. You know, Amen. and that's different Amen. from being and when you understand who you're talking to, you can pour out your heart and, and be raw. But, man, mm-hmm. there's just something there where, you know, it's just the almighty, all true, all Amen. powerful God that you're talking to. you, And it's a it's such an honor to be able to be in the presence of King, you know. Amen. Um, Amen. Yeah. Well, I think it's I think all of your, you know, your prayer times and, you know, gathering with the Nigerians, I think, yeah, you were familiar <laughs> with the Lord <laughs> and, and you knew him and knew um, how to pray. And it was something that um, was an encouragement and a challenge to me. Uh, Psalm 86 verses one through seven. Uh, David, hear me, Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Guard mm-hmm. my life, for I am faithful to you. Yeah. Save your servant who trusts in you. So he's he's making these assertions about himself mm-hmm. in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I call to you all day long. Bring joy to your servant, Lord, for I put my trust in you. Mm. You, Lord, are forgiving and good, abounding in love to all who call to you. Hear my prayer, Lord. Listen to my cry for mercy. When I am in distress, I call to you. Because you answer me. Mm. We're going to grab the break and we'll be right back here on the Addison's American Family Radio. Stay close. You go before I know that you've even gone to win my war. Your love becomes my greatest defense. It leads me from the All I did was bow down. Oh, 
Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. That's what we do every day during this time. You tune in and you're like, man, these people just, I think it's, it's called Aaron the Addisons. We don't want to disappoint you. I'm Miki. <laughs> and I'm Will and that's Francesca Battistelli, Defender. Yeah, so good. So good. So, so good. Um, Rita Springer wrote that song. Yeah, Rita Springer. Rita Springer. You guys remember Rita Springer? <laughs> um, there is a mansion. Remember, Rita? Yeah. Remember? Uh, something about songs. the... Man, she does. Like, and she's still writing music. Yeah. Like, it's just there's some people that just kind of stay on our radar because, you know, I don't know. Maybe they want to. I don't know. Whatever <laughs> the reason is. Um, but there are others who we're probably singing some of their songs. We just don't know their names and faces. Right. But they just they write these amazing songs. That song was written by Rita Springer. Uh, you can go look it up and hear her version of it as well. Uh, powerful song. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're talking about prayer and that prayer is doing. And um, I have been so encouraged over the 15 and a half years being married to you. Um, it's changed the way that I pray um, because you have shown me not only in in doing but in exploring the scriptures Um, the incredible need that we have to pray honestly and to pray fervently and to pray effectively and not to diminish that, not to dismiss that. One of the, um, I would say, and, you know, I don't want to just paint with a broad brush, Mm -hmm. but I think one of the most dismissive things that a person can do is just to say, I'll be praying for you as a way to say bye. Yeah. Yeah. We do that a lot. Say, well, I'm going to be praying for you. Yeah. And uh, we don't mean that. Mm -hmm. We don't mean that. Now, for those of us who mean that, put your hand down. Not talking to you. <laughs> you you mean it, and that's great. Um, we were taught that um, you know if someone brings a prayer need to you, you either pray for them right there, mm-hmm. or you tell them, "Listen, I trust the Holy Spirit to remind me, so I'm going to pray for you as the Holy Spirit brings this back to my remembrance." But you don't just flippantly tell someone, "Hey, I'll be praying for you." Our, our words we need to mean what we say, right? Mm-hmm. And don't diminish the work of prayer by using it as a way to close out a greeting, like, "Hey, you know, like it's not, it's yeah. not a, what it, you know." Right. Anyways, <laughs> um, we've recently been praying for the persecuted church mm. and um, and praying for believers around the world who mm. are suffering. And we've been trying to teach our children to pray and trying to teach our children how to pray. And Will, you started us in this and in, in looking at Acts chapter 12. And I want to go back to that. Yeah. Because that was just so eye-opening for all of us. And I think it builds faith in our children. Now, we've expanded this discussion a little bit today for our listeners. But what we're going to start off with is what we began with with our children around the dinner table talking about prayer. And so and the reason for that is because each of them um, have chosen either a, a hostile, a hostile nation or a restricted nation to be praying for. And so we wanted to build their faith that as they pray, they're not just, it's not a chore. It's Mm. not something on their list of things to do that they are truly communicating with the Lord God and that their prayers are powerful and effective. And so, Will, you took us to um, Acts chapter 12, where we were reading about Peter who was in prison Mm. and who was facing imminent death. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Peter uh, was in prison and this was, and it, it says here, you know, Herod, he kind of he felt he was feeling like he was on a roll, like he had, yeah. he, you know, what I'm saying he killed uh, James, mm-hmm. the brother of John. He put him to death with the sword, and when he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter. So he felt like, oh, okay, all right, well, and they he, like that, yeah. So he was, yeah. He, he arrested uh, Peter and uh, had him in a prison, and he was going to wait, um, intending after Passover to bring him out before the people. But this was the thing that really struck me, and I, you know, you read passages over and over again, like for years and sometimes it just hits you a different way. Um, 
It says, so Peter was kept in the prison. This is verse five of uh, chapter 12. But prayer for him was being made fervently by the church of God. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. when I read that, I thought about my my uh, country, Nigeria. Mm -hmm. And I had recently read uh, a report coming from Nigeria, all the Christians that were being persecuted and and murdered, you know, uh, by the hands of either a Boko Haram. Mm-hmm. Or the Fulani uh, herdsmen. Yes. You know, and I was like, man, you know, and I was looking at this and I, and I was thinking, man, we need to pray fervently as the church of God for our brothers and sisters all across the world. And there's a lot of yeah. people who are facing persecution. You know, and and, and uh, in verse five, it says, but prayer uh, for him was being made fervently by the church of God. And mm-hmm. then after this prayer was made, there was a series of events that took place that was miraculous. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it started off by prayer being made fervently for Peter. Yeah. And then you go on, you see that um, he was bound with two chains. Peter was sleeping between two soldiers. Yes. Bound with two chains and guards in front of uh, the door. And they were watching over the prison. So he was heavily guarded. And behold, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared and a light shone in the cell and he struck Peter's side and woke him saying, uh, get up quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. His chains fell off his hands. <laughs> right. Like, OK. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. Because, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, but you go back to but it's prayer amazing. for him was yeah. being made fervently. That's right. You That's know, right. By the church of, of God. So yeah. his chains fell off off of his hands Good and grief. the angel said to him, gird yourself up and put on your sandals. And he did so. And he said to him, wrap your cloak around you and follow me. And he went out and continued to follow. Mm-hmm. And it says, and he did not know uh, that what he was be- was being done was by an angel or, 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 or was it for real? Uh, and said, but he thought he was seeing a vision. And when they when they had now listen, mm-hmm. they had passed the first and second guard. They came to the iron gate <laughs> that leads into the city, which opened for them by itself. So, first of all, they passed <laughs> Our kids the first. Like trip out over this. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They passed the first and second guard. Now, the scripture does not say that these guards were asleep. So, no, you know, and hey, but he passed the first and second guard, and then they came to the iron gate, which opened for them by itself. And they went out and they went My along goodness. one street and immediately the angel departed from him. Amazing. So you go back. Prayer was being made for Peter by the church of God. Then right after that, you see these series of events. He was heavily guarded, but the chains fell off. He, he walked past the first and second squads of guards. The gate opened by itself. Why? Mm-hmm. Because prayer was being made <laughs> fervently for Peter by the so church good. of God. And I, I, yes. sometimes I think we, we don't understand, you know, I think we understand in head knowledge what prayer is. Like we and we give our mental assent. Mm-hmm. We know, you know, and we even say prayer is powerful and effective. And But, man, I don't know if we really have that deep down within our hearts. And that's one of my prayer that I wouldn't, uh, uh, one of my prayers is that I wouldn't just know what prayer is, head knowledge. You know, there are some yeah. great books and things like that about prayer, but that I would know what it means to really uh, pray and and to seek God and and for and for Him to to do big things like we see here. Like why not? So in my prayers for Nigeria, my prayer was, man, send 
visions and dreams to those Fulani herdsmen and, and those mm-hmm. Boko Haram soldiers yes. that they would see Christ like like what's happening in Iran, you know, and turn their hearts and cause them yeah. to, yeah. you know, to to uh, uh, not persecute the saints anymore. Look what look at what happened with Paul, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Why not that type of that same type of thing happening, you know, in in these countries where uh, Christians are being heavily persecuted? So I, I think, you know, looking at Acts chapter twelve, it really energized me, you know. And we talk about that word fervently to stretch out to the limit in prayer, you know. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. So, so that's. So that's like that's like the that's like where I get geeked because when you when you bring this out you start talking about um, Acts chapter twelve and you have mm-hmm. us all turn there and we're reading it and you know the kids eyes are just like silver dollars I mean everybody, everybody's <laughs> just like whoa I mean when you understand that this is actually the history of the church you know mm-hmm. this is not and so figuratively you know what I mean no no mm-hmm. this is literally this is what is happening this is what it, this is what God history. is doing that's right and the Bible does not give us these details for no reason. So what we have to know is that because these prayers are being made, and so as we were reading this, I remembered, because, you know, we've been studying through the book of Acts, I remembered us having already gone through chapter 12, and there was something that stood out then, and so we went back to that. And when you look at the word earnest, some translations say earnest, um, some translations say constant prayer, and talking about um, the the types of prayers Mm -hmm. that were being made for Peter, or some say fervent prayer or earnest prayer, constant prayer. Mm-hmm. But this word is transliterated from the Greek ektonos, ektonos, and it means properly or fully stretched. It mm. describes the idea of extending something out to its necessary and fullest potential, wow. meaning that there is no slack. It's a strenuous stretching. Um, you don't let up. So it's co- something that is completely taught, right? Mm. So something that is pulled to mm-hmm. its max. So when you think about that, if we think of the types of prayers that we could pray, mm-hmm. but we don't pray, yeah. the question is then, why don't we pray this way? Yeah. And I don't think many of us, myself included, would want to admit this, but when you get honest, right, mm-hmm. then you can grow, yeah. right? But I think Amen. some of us, we have grown up with this very anemic approach to God. Mm. Um, we have been trained to give these back doors like that God doesn't still do the miracles that he's done, which we know all around the world, God is still doing miraculous still doing. things, yep. <laughs> things that cannot be explained away. That's he's right. still doing these things. He's still giving dreams and visions and Muslims are coming to faith in the Lord Jesus yep. Christ. It's happening. He is literally still pulling people out of pits where they're left for dead. Mm. They come out of the pit. They don't know. There's no one on the other side. They don't know where the rope came from and they don't know how the rope hangs down mm. into the pit. And there's no one on the other side. All I know is I climbed out and here I am. Fact. <laughs> Mm. India fact (laughs) and God is still doing these things he is still healing people without the use of medical advancements that we take for granted because they're like Lord (laughs) well I mean we don't have a cat scan (laughs) so we don't know we we don't know but look I got these growths and I got these things and the Lord is still physically healing people because people are fervently praying and crying out to him and I think sometimes we have so many explanations We have so many modern, you know, advances that we, unfortunately for us, we don't have to need God fervently. Mm. We don't have to need God earnestly. Not like that. I mean, you know, like today, what we would say is, wait, has there been any violation of Peter's rights? (laughs) 
<laughs> Who do we need to get down there? What do we have anybody? Alliance Defending Freedom. Can y'all show up? Get down there. He's, he's two chains and there's guards and everything. Who do we have? <laughs> yeah. Who, so, but no, they don't have this. Mm. But what they do have is they have fervent prayer. They have prayer being stretched to the max where they are seeking God. And so God moves on their behalf. And we see this all throughout the scriptures. Yeah. One of the other things that we did and, and going just a step further with this was to look at James chapter five. Right. Where James is talking about confession and he's talking about prayer. And James says the effective and fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. And here it is. And this is where we get into it when we say that prayer is doing this word effective. And actually, it's the same Greek word that's used in in James chapter five, verse 16. It's the same Greek word used twice, effective and avails, right? Depending on which translation you're, you're reading. But the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. So the word effective and the word avails both are the same word in the Greek. And it's transliterated ernegio. Ernegio. And this word means, listen, here we go. This word means to be at work. Mm. It means to do, to properly energize working in a situation which brings it from one stage or point to the next. So the picture wow. here, and it almost sounds like our word energy, doesn't it? Yeah. It yeah. does, yeah. right? Okay, so it, it, it conjures up the thought or the idea of an electrical current that is energizing a wire, bringing it to a shining light bulb. Mm. So it is moving something. Mm. It is moving something from one point to the next. So when James says that the effective and fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much, he is saying that the doing prayer... The doing prayer of a righteous man does much. Mm. So your prayer is doing. It is not just this sort of like you say, Will. It is not just this mental ascent that, oh, you know, okay, um, well, we can talk to God. We can go to God. But it is fully understanding that when we go to God, when we talk to God, prayer is doing. Here is something else that I think will be encouraging to the body of Christ. I know that it is encouraging to me, and I this is the kind of stuff that is fun for me. I enjoy um, the study of God's word. I, I, I just love to see, um, you know, what the Holy Spirit wants us to know about God. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's just exciting to watch and to read in the scriptures. And so you look at this, you take the same word, transliter- transliterated, arnegio, um, where we get our word energy, right? And it's telling us that prayer is doing Guys, it is the same word that Paul uses when he's describing the Lord working. Mm. It is the same word that Paul uses in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 6, uh, verse 11, when he describes the work of God through the Spirit and distributing the gifts. Mm. Um, it's the same word that is used in Galatians chapter 2, verse 8, where God says that the same, or where uh, Paul says that the same God who called Peter and made him an apostle to the Jews, he's the one who called me and worked in me. This same word, ernegio. Wow. So this same energetic work, moving something from one point to the next. When we get back on the other side of the break, this is where sort of the Phantom of the Opera music comes in because <laughs> this same word is used in a negative sense. Mm. And wait until you hear how it's used in the scriptures and you would know that if that negative is true, 
then the positive has got to be equal or greater. Mm. Right? So we're going to talk about that when we get back on the other side of the break. Prayer is doing. Amen. Prayer is doing. We'll grab the break and be right back. encourage me more if I could speak Greek and write it. I'm just kidding. It's tongue in cheek. It's, it's just a joke. Uh, to be at work, to work, to do, mm. to do, to Help be at more. work, to work, to do properly, to energize, working in a situation which brings it from one stage or point to the next, like an electrical current, energizing a wire and bringing it to a shining light bulb. It's used in James chapter 5 verse 16. It's used in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verses 6 and verse 11 um, describing the work of God through the spirit and distributing the gifts that God works to distribute these gifts to the body of Christ. Um, Paul uses this word in Galatians chapter 2 verse 8 when he declares that the same one who worked effectively in Peter worked in him mm. as one sent to the Gentiles. Um, it's used in Ephesians chapter one, verse 11, where Paul writes that God works all things according to the counsel of his will. And mm. <laughs> he is working, moving something to the next point in accordance with his will. Amen. Amen. Um, but now here's something else. And, and this is something that was really striking. Will and I mm. were talking about this over the weekend. And um, this is something that I think is just really incredible to note this same word, energeo, um, is used in Romans chapter 7, verse 5. And this is Romans 7, 5. For when we were in the flesh, the sinful passions which were aroused by the law were at work, energeo, in our members to bear fruit to death. Wow. <laughs> now. Powerfully working. Man, so people Man. are like, well, that's why I can't be free. That's why I'm constantly struggling with these strongholds. Let me read it again. This is Romans chapter seven, verse five. For when we were in the flesh, the sinful passions which were aroused by the law were at work mm. in our in our members to bear fruit to death, Man. to bear fruit to death. It's the same word that is used in Ephesians chapter two. Uh, verses one and two, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna read that for you. Uh, and you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in Ergeo mm. in the sons of disobedience. <laughs> so how in the world? Could we have this powerful work that works against us for our destruction, for our demise? But how do we combat that with like, oh, just, you know, just words that we say out into the air Come and we on, hope man. that God can. No, Come on. Come no, on. <laughs> we have 
prayer that is doing. Amen. We have prayer that is doing. So when you have someone who is like, you know, okay, look, I, I've, I've got strongholds in my life. There are things that are going on. We don't approach this like, oh, I'm going to be praying for you. Come on. Well, I hope that you can get over that because that's, that's a bummer. Mm. No, it's not a bummer. <laughs> it's meant for their destruction. <laughs> it's not it's not Man. a bummer it's energeo it's powerfully working in them do you understand mm. that we are not wrestling against flesh and blood so when we are praying for our loved ones who are not saved when we are praying for children who are in rebellion mm. when we are Come praying because there are strongholds we got to understand that what is the opposite that is working is also working energeo and yet we come and we're just like, well, here we are. Man, if that don't energize our prayers. Man, I'm telling not, you, right? I'm not talking about emotionalism. <laughs> no, I'm no, talking no, about no. like Mm-mm. the energy in praying, you know, and like, man, like, that's the thing. Because a lot of times people think of like outward appearance and what it looks like and all this oh, kind of. Oh, that's a good point. And, and man, some of the most energized prayers could be Lord help. That's right. <laughs> Lord help me. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about from the depths of your soul and from your heart where you like you can't even yeah. say. I mean, the, ho- the Holy Spirit, right. the, the Bible even talks about the Holy Spirit. You know, when we can't pray as we are, when we that's don't know right. how to pray as we are, how the Holy Spirit with groans. Makes, yeah, that's man. That's that's energized prayer that don't take many, many words and eloquent yeah. words. Yeah. Man, but it's still so energized. Right. <laughs> Amen. And look, and let me just tell you, because. It is praise and it's also a prayer request when we call call out to Jesus. Mm. Right? Sometimes that's that is our cry. That 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 is what we pray. That is how we intercede, calling out for the Lord to intervene. I don't know, and we'll open the phone lines. If you want to comment on anything that we've talked about today, you can do that. We're talking about prayer. Mm-hmm. We're talking about effective, fervent prayer. Um, you can call us, 888-589-8840. Our brother Jeff is over in Studio CC, and he'll get your calls queued up. 888-589-8840, and we'll take your calls. You can comment on what we're talking about today, which is prayer, uh, and and the the manner and the, the 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 types of prayers that we pray um maybe not the manner because i think to the point that you just made it's not that you pray straining in such a way that you perform mm-hmm. it is the attitude of our heart and what this program i'm hoping that we do today is encourage all of us in the body of christ that our prayers are doing yeah that our prayers are doing listen if you have felt the pull of this world if you have felt the conflict that exists in this world, you know it's real and you know it's doing. And the thing is, and the thing <laughs> is that that some of that what I would call travailing and 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 really when you when you have that what would seem like really passionate prayers, it comes out of the energy that's provided by the Holy Spirit to Amen. pray those prayers. It's not yep. like something conjured up, you know. So sometimes prayers may be laid out like that where you're stretched out on the floor and you're crying out to God. And sometimes you may just be walking around and just praying and just praying. It, it's different, but it should still all contain energy that, that's that right. you know, from, from God, you know, to pray uh, in accordance to his will. And, that's and, right. And that's the thing. We can't get hung up on how it sounds, because sometimes that causes people not to pray. Even in that's prayer right. meetings, they're like, oh, I can't pray like such and such. That's not the point. That's not what no. we gather for. We're here to cry out to the Lord. So, man, this but that should get, get us fired up to pray and should ignite something in us, knowing that how that energy was in us for Come sin, on. how it was working in us. Oh, my goodness. Man, when somebody said somebody said like, man, I'm struggling with this. Man, we need to pray fervently 
you know, for those individuals, for our family members, for ourselves, you know, even when we have those times of, 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 of those situations where it seemed like, man, how can I get a breakthrough? We have to have that same energy. We have to have that mm-hmm. same energy, you know, because, man, the thing is, we, we can't just rely on our own abilities in mm-hmm. prayer. It's not how eloquent our words are and, 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 and what we say. But it's, man, Holy Spirit, help me to pray like I ought to. And he Amen. always supplies us with what we need. One more encouragement, and then we'll go uh, We'll go to the phone lines. But one more encouragement from the Word of God. Also in Ephesians chapter 1, um, if you look at verses 19 and 20, where the Bible describes um, the working of God as he raised Jesus Christ from mm. the dead. Um, this power that the Lord worked, this energeo worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Mm. So this is not Man. some mediocre working. Prayer <laughs> is not some mediocre working. The word that is used there is not just us. some, oh, you know, it's just, you know, it's a work. It's, no, it is, it is moving, actively moving mm. something from one point to the next. Mm. And it's the same word that is used and described when uh, Jesus Christ is raised from the dead. This power that is at work mm. is the same power Amen. that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. And I hope that um, believers We'll, we'll understand that and we'll read this. Go back. If you want any of these scripture references, just email us addisons at AFR.net. We'll give you the scripture references. If you want me to put this, the, the Greek definitions in there, I'll do it too. I'll do it. All right. I'll give you a term paper on this. And just so that it would encourage you and energize your prayers as well. Will the great, where do we go first? All right. Let's go to uh, Jim in Arkansas. Hi, Jim. How you doing, sir? Doing good. Uh, let me say this, and I'll get off. So uh, uh, my faith in Jesus Christ came 23 years ago, and it's still with me greater than ever, okay? Amen. My prayer, I pray all the time. Uh, and God answers some and some he doesn't. But, mm. you know, here I am. I'm not even worthy to pray to him, but mm. I, I do it because he says so. Mm. Here's where my question comes in. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good most of the time, but I don't have patience with my wife. Mm. And she says, you can't pray for patience because it's wrong. So what do I do? I mean, can you pray for patience? Because I've got to have some. I'm 74 years old, and I'm going to be with her the rest of my life. Yes, Jim, you can pray for patience. I'm not. Hold on. Well, don't sure answer why. so quickly. You all made that. <laughs> he made that personal real quick, y'all. He's like, look, I pray for patience. You see what I'm married to? Oh, no, I'm just good. kidding. I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Will. No, Go no, ahead. I don't I don't see where there's anything wrong with, uh, I don't know of any scripture or anything. I don't know where that comes from. But yes, we can pray for patience and things that are, 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 are needed. You know, we need the fruit of the spirit working in, in our hearts. So if that is that something that's lacking? Why uh-huh. can't we go to the Father and ask him, Lord, I need a greater measure of this self-control, you know, patience, kindness, whatever yeah. it may be, long yeah. suffering. Yeah. So, yes, I, I believe we can pray for that and watch out because he's going to answer that prayer. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I feel like that. I, that feels like a setup. Is that one of your cousins calling in? Nah. <laughs> feel, that feels like a setup kind of question. It's like, no, but I absolutely think we pray for patience. I mean, any mom you pray for patience. You ask the Lord Dad to too. help you, to give you dads too. That's true. <laughs> People are like, look, don't forget about us in this quarantine. Um, no, so yeah, no, it's true. You absolutely should be praying for patience. Look, any of the things that we need, 
um, we need to go to the Lord for. We need to be Amen. fully dependent on him. And there's no shame in that. That's Amen. not a throwaway. No, That's not, not a throwaway. All right. Wh- where do we go next, Will the Great? All right. Let's go to Larry in Kansas. Hi, Larry. Hey, how you doing? you got a great program. I just love you listen to you every day. Thank you. Um, Bless you. I guess my favorite, absolute favorite example of prayer in the Bible mm-hmm. is Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 4. says, Then the king said to me, What would you request? Mm. So I prayed to the God of heaven. Mm. I said to the king, <laughs> You know, no great words. He just, just his heart, just he was praying in his heart to the mm. king, and and God answered that prayer. Mm. Amen. It is just amazing. You know, you don't have to have this. You just, you just gotta lift it up to God. Just give it to Amen. Him. You got it. Amen. Amen. That's, that's Amen. good, Larry. God bless you, Larry. I think, man, I think that's so. His Larry's comments so hit the mark of what we were trying to communicate a little bit earlier, that it's not in your form or your fashion. Amen. But it's truly the sincerity of our heart. That That is it, that we recognize the one to whom we're praying. And Do you it, know who he is? And it's going to look different at times. Sometimes, it, like I said, it may look like, oh, wow, they look like, they look like they're, they're praying passionately or whatever to the outward people, mm-hmm. you know. But then sometimes it's like in the heart, like, you're praying to yourself and the Lord hear those prayers as well. You know, that's right. And, it, that's and sometimes right. it's two words. The Lord is hearing that as well. So that's right. But it should still be from that right heart. You know, that's right. Amen. Where do we go next? Will the great. OK, let's go to Michelle in Louisiana. Hi, Michelle. Hi. How are y'all? All right. Hello. Y'all are good. I love y'all. Thank you. I just God love AF, AFR, period. I pray for y'all, too. Thank you. Thank <laughs> I you. I pray for y'all at y'all's whole station. I just love y'all. Um, first, I want to say, I was going to ask a question about being in constant prayer mm-hmm. and kind of answered it because, like, like, when I'm going through my day and I'll be, I just have to stop and say a prayer. So, so God hears my little bitty prayers, like, when I just stop for a minute. and Yeah. Is that, is that considered constant prayer? Let me say something, Michelle. I don't I don't think that there are little bitty prayers. Right. right. I don't think that there are little bit. Understand that in order for you to have any kind of communion with God, Jesus Christ paid for that. Mm. So the access that you have to God was secured by the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. He's now daily making intercession for us. So our ability to come to God was purchased by Jesus Christ with himself. So because of that, there are no little bitty prayers. There are no, there's no, you know, just a little bit of word we're going to lift up. No, no, no. When we are lifting up prayer to the Lord God, when we are speaking and communing with the Lord God, keep in mind that we only have access to him because of Jesus. So that's not something small. We we should not take for granted our ability. Man, you know, the Bible says that without Christ, we're without God, without hope in this world. That's right. That's right. So, 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 man, we were alienated. We were ali- cut off from the Commonwealth. And, and the <laughs> okay? thing is, we can pray prayers that are amiss, where they're only for our own desires. You know, Ooh, we can yeah, pray those type of prayers, and and those prayers are not adequate, or you know, God sees those a certain way. But and again, that comes down to motive. Our hearts, yeah, yeah our hearts need right. to be in the right position that we want what He wants. You know, and we pray. As he directs us, even in our prayer meetings, we ask the Holy Spirit to help us to pray, to lead us in prayer. 
you know, right. because uh, we sometimes we can might want to pray amiss on our own for our own desires, you know, and that's not in the will of God. So that's what I but small prayers and, and just two words or just when I'm walking along my day. God still hear those prayers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Man, I hope that this has been an encouragement tomorrow. We are going to pray. We are going to pray together as the body of Christ. And uh, we are going to expect the one to whom we pray to answer. So we'll be back tomorrow (laughs) to begin. Get ready. Until tomorrow, (laughs) Lord willing. God bless.